1: Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Yes, that was so funny this morning. I figured you would know who that was. I was like, oh, I know. I know the author. Um, Well, hello, everyone. Well, uh, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much to Glenn and Sarah. And yes, Sarah, happy to uh, fill in some segments. Let's see how this goes. It'll be fun. I'm excited. This is such a great day. And uh, here's the thing. Um, I can be... I can be real with everyone here, right? We're in breakfast of champions. I can, we can, we get real in this, in this place. Um, I'll tell you the other day I was sad. Like I was really sad. Like the kind of sad that, that you can't think your way out of or feel your way out of. And listen, it's motivation Motivational Marketing Monday. So Sarah's like, oh my gosh, why, what is she doing? What's going on? This is Motivation Monday. There's no sadness in here, but that's, that's how it's feeling. And, and it reminded me of, and, and I don't normally feel that way. And it reminded me that it's okay to feel our feelings. It's okay to sometimes not be okay. And it's one more reason to show up to spaces like this, to be part of Brexit with champions, to be part of hashtag rising grind. Like this is the reason that we do it because sometimes we just need that motivation from other people when we're feeling that way. And so I journaled about it. Sarah said, I'm a big journaler, which I am. I love to journal. And so I really allowed myself to sit with those feelings. You know, oftentimes I think we try to push, push those feelings off because we would just want to get back to those, those feelings of, of goodness. And so I let myself sit with some of those feelings just to see what showed up. And so I, I took out some of my journaling prompts and I, and I journaled about what am I most grateful for? Because I felt like, hey, if I can just put some gratitude on this, then I, then I won't kind of feel this, this struggle or feel this pain that I'm feeling. And then I, I wrote about what's the real challenge here for me? What's the real challenge? Because I was trying to get to the root of, of some of those feelings that I was feeling. And then I journaled a little bit about what does happiness look like? What does happiness feel like? And then what I love about journaling is that what shows up can really shock us. It can really shock us and it can can help us get better. It can shine the light on some of those feelings that are meant to be explored, but we're pushing them down. But they need to be explored so that we can go through that that pain we can go through that exploration to figure out what's needed to discover. So that other side of us, that greatness on the other side, we can see that we can feel that we can experience that. And then, and then this morning at during breakfast with champions, the topic by Scott was what motivates you? So I got to, to start my day you know i had kind of a rough weekend and then i got to start my monday morning i got i got in at five in the morning and i i got to join the conversation about what motivates you and 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 what motivates me is possibilities because we're all one idea or connection away from completely transforming our lives today might be the day that we we meet someone special we meet someone new we have an experience we discover something we read a great book we I've found a resource that changes the direction of our life. It changes the trajectory of our business. And that is exciting that every single day we get to feel that we get to wake up and experience that. And we know, you know, if that's what we're, that's what we're feeling and experiencing, that those are the kinds of experiences that we're going to draw to us. And what motivates me is, are my dreams. Our dreams motivate us. When we are so focused on our dreams, they motivate us to keep going. And earlier today, C-Rock, C-Rock, was talking about excuses and lies, the lies that we tell ourselves. We lie to ourselves about what we want and about what we don't want, when really we need to lean into those dreams that we have for ourselves, for, our, for ourselves, for our lives, for our families, for our business, for other people, And when we ask other people what their dreams are, we get to feed into those people as well, which is why it's so exciting to be part of of Breakfast with Champions because we're always talking about what what is it that you're working on? How can we help you? How can we support you? And here's what we get to do every day. We decide and commit. You know, the other day we were talking a little bit about discipline and discipline equals freedom. And Jocko Willink, that former Navy SEAL, says discipline equals freedom. And I love, I love that discipline in our lives. And when we're disciplined, we get to experience life in a, in a, in a much more freeing way. It doesn't sound like it. Discipline sounds strict and harsh, but it's a freeing way because we put ourselves in that position where we've decided on our goal and our dreams and we've committed to it. And I think so often we... We live in a world where we get so caught up in the success trap. There's too many opportunities. We get confused, we make excuses because there's just too many things that we can do that we forget to stay focused on what's most important. We forget to continue to do the things that we need to do in order to live the life that we wanna live. We make excuses and we don't pursue the very thing that we say that we want to. How many of you, how many of us have, have said we're, we're gonna, we, we put this, we set this goal out for ourselves and we are, we're 100% committed to doing it. And then a couple of days later, we stop. A few weeks into it, we don't do it anymore. You know, I look at someone like Glenn Lendy, I'm like, a thousand episodes of Rise and Grind, waking up 5 30 in the morning every single day, West Coast, East Coast, doesn't matter. Every single day, that is commitment. That is discipline. And that is something that we all could use a little bit more of in our lives. And I love this. I love this challenge. I love this challenge right now because this is 67 days that we get to do, like Sarah said, small things, little things, little things that not only are they small things, but they make a huge impact. Small things that make a huge impact hey, in our lives, in our, yeah.
2: Um, Kelly DM me she has a question about it I don't know if you or I know the answer but while we're talking about it
1: oh about the about the challenge yes ma'am oh my gosh ask away what's the what's the question for the challenge we've got an answer Kelly are you with us
3: yes sorry the dog was just barking at something I am (laughs) back
2: Did you have a question about the 67 day challenge?
3: I told you I didn't want to stop Kate while
2: she was on a roll, but then she brought it up.
3: Oh, that was so perfect. I really appreciate the opportunity to ask this question. Uh, And Kat, uh, Kate, I was absolutely loving what you were saying. I'm just waking up in Australia. So this was perfect motivation. Um, And uh, my question is, so because you guys are, you know, going when, I'm waking up in Australia, and I want to get the motivation from this room, but I also want to respect the morning five. I didn't touch my phone when I first woke up. I did journal, but I wanted to know how soon can we touch our phone to tune into this, and is, is the Breakfast with Champions allowed uh, in the morning if we're not on our phones? Can we still listen in? I can take this one. Unless,
2: Glenn, are you here? If you're not here, I'll take this one. So I think that the rules technically say 30 minutes, but I also think that the rules technically say that um, the thought process behind it, and again, if anyone else on stage wants to correct me, please feel free to, is that, um, you know, they always say that when you start your day in your emails, you are starting your day with someone else's to-do list. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard that quote, that you're starting your day with what everyone else is asking for from you instead of you know, starting your day with goals and gratitude um, and what you need. So, I mean, I, I wanna say that Breakfast with Champions is an exception because you're being poured into as opposed to um, kind of getting down to that daily task list. But I, I also think that there's there are a few answers to the question. One would be to set that alarm a little bit earlier, um, it, but uh, I'm willing to make an exception for you. I can run it by Glenn and Tamara, but I'm willing to make an exception for you. Back over to you, Kate.
3: Hey, Sarah. <laughs> Thank yes. you. It's Christina. I, I think I heard him say this morning, um, don't touch the phones first thing. Uh, don't surf, like, social media and all of that. So I think that's what he was talking about. Don't touch it first thing and start surfing social media and the other stuff. Hey, Thank you Lisa.
4: so
2: much. So, Can I add
5: something on the so once- real quick?
2: I hear two people. Let's go, Lisa, and then whoever else was trying in.
5: Hey, so I just want to say that I don't know what the, the sixty seven pledge is, but the whole thing with not touching your phone with social media, what you said, Sarah, it's called brain depletion, and your brain doesn't get a chance to fully wake up when you're automatically thinking about other things. That's why they say if you're going to do meditation, or you're going to journal, or you're going to, like, go for a walk, drink some water. Do it before picking up your phone, because just the fact that you're picking up your phone, you're already thinking about what you're gonna find in your email, in your social media.
2: Did anyone else lose Liba? Yeah. No, I mean, you're saying, I think we're all circling around the same topic, and it's not dogmatic, but the idea is like, too many of us grab our phone first thing, jump right into our emails, jump right into social, jump right into the 24-hour news cycle, and I think that the idea um, is to not do that. So I think someone else had on mic and then I want to pass the mic back to Kate Bowman who was on a roll.
3: Yes, it's Kelly again. I really appreciate that answer. That was perfect. Um, as long as I don't, you know, start scrolling right away and I've done my journaling, that seems great. But I was wondering, because I don't set an alarm in the morning, I'm self-isolating on a farm and I kind of wake up just naturally around 8 a.m. Um, with the whole snooze thing, because I don't have an alarm, is that just as soon as I wake up, try and rip myself out of bed, which is really difficult for me. Just make sure I don't fall back asleep if I don't actually have an alarm to hit snooze on.
2: Yeah. So two things I'll real quick say on that. The first is that, so Glenn Lundy actually wrote the morning five, which you can download um, at the morning 5.com You can also download it on the 67 day challenge. Um, actually I think it comes when you get the 67 day challenge, I think that you receive it to your email. So he has all of the actual answers to this question. We're spitballing a little bit here cause we're just so excited to participate in it, Um, but again, I think it's just about those healthy habits. And I think that there are people who hit the snooze button for two hours in a row, which we all know is counterproductive. The one other thing I wanna add before I pass the mic back over to Kate, who's probably read it because she's read everything as I said, um, is that Breakfast with Champions is also a podcast. And I just wanna say that to everyone in the room, that if you're like, oh my gosh, this means that I'm not gonna hop onto Clubhouse first thing in the morning, or you know, as you're saying, like I don't have an alarm clock. What if I miss? Um, the first segments of the day, um, we do have the podcast that you can download. Um, so if you miss your favorite moderators, your favorite segments, you will be able to catch them um, at any point in time in the week that you hope to learn from them. And again, with that, I want to move back over to Kate. Thank you so much for those questions, Kelly, and thank you everyone for weighing in. Kate, over to you.
1: Awesome. And yes, love. Love the challenge. Just do the challenge and make it work and have those healthy habits, which is amazing. Um, So we were talking about commitment and discipline. And actually, you know what? Since people were bringing up the challenge and the journaling piece of it, I will, I will give a little book recommendation, Sarah. Um, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron is a really incredible book. And she talks about morning pages and morning pages are first thing when you wake up. I mean, First thing you're like rolling out of bed, you're not really awake yet. You journal three pages like stream of consciousness writing, just get out three pages of writing, just whatever, don't even think about it. And what shows up during morning pages is really interesting because again, you're not thinking through stuff. So there'll be things that you, like right after your dream state that you'll be writing that I promise if you put those journal, those morning pages away for a week or even a few days and then you read them again, oh my gosh, sometimes I will look at those and think, Wait, who wrote that? Because I did not write that. So I definitely recommend that book, Morning Page, uh, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And it's a really remarkable book. Um, All right. So back to discipline equals freedom and being 100% committed. I want to share a quote from Matthew Kelly. And I just love this quote. He says, there is nothing harder than when you are 99% committed to something. That 1% gnaws at you, fills your heart with fear and doubt. It's when you're 100% committed that you get into the zone, the flow begin to feel the, the, uh, the zone, the flow begin to feel the wind and passion purpose at your back. So being 100% committed to our goals is the only way that we're gonna make things happen. And then I just want to share this one quote and then I want to open it up and hear what what you all have to, to say about discipline is and commitment. There's this quote and it is one of my favorite quotes from any book, but it's from The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. And she says, I saw my life branching out. I saw my life branching out before me like the green fig tree in the story from the tip of every branch, like a fat purple fig a wonderful future beckoned and winked. The Fig was a husband and a happy home and children, and another Fig was a famous poet, and another Fig was a brilliant professor, and another Fig was E.G., the amazing editor, and another Fig was Europe and Africa and South America, and another Fig was Constantine and Socrates and a pack of other lovers with queer names and off-beaten professions, and another Fig was an Olympic lady crew champion, And beyond and above these figs were more and more figs I couldn't quite make out. I saw myself sitting in the crotch of this fig tree, starving to death. But because I couldn't make up my mind which of the figs I would choose, I wanted each and every one of them. But choosing one meant losing all the rest. And as I sat there, unable to decide, the figs began to wrinkle and go black. And one by one, they plopped to the ground at my feet. This is the most incredible quote. I think about it all the time because it's so easy for us to look at all the things that are going on, to look at all the opportunities, to look at all of the the things that we aren't doing, instead of saying, hey, this is my dream, this is my goal, and I am 100% committed. I choose this and I go all in. I go all in when it's hard. I go all in when other opportunities present themselves. I go all in and I know when I know what to say yes to, and I know what to say no to. I say no to those things that don't fiercely move me forward to pursuing that dream. I say yes to that one fig that I decided to go after because that is what I meant for. That is what I see my life. That is what I wanna build. And so again, I bring it back to Glenn and what a, a beautiful example of commitment and dedication and true discipline to show up every day to do the thing that you know you need to do in order to achieve those goals. So I would love to open it up. What does that? What is that poem? I call it a poem. It's just part of the the book. But would love to hear your thoughts around discipline equals freedom and, and commitment and what that looks like for you. So, Raylan, I see you flashing. Would love to hear.
4: Miss Kate, you know I love you. And also, listen, if you know me even a little bit, you know I'm obsessed with Jocko Willings. I think I quote <laughs> extreme ownership like every other day. And I always say discipline equals freedom. What's interesting is I was talking to somebody the other day and they're talking about how much they they didn't want structure growing up. They hated the structure. They got more done, and, and but they hated the structure. So when they become an entrepreneur, they have this free time. Their free time ate away at them. It almost destroyed them. So we had to embed more structure. Discipline equals, equals freedom seems kind of hard to even fathom but imagine when you're disciplined in the time that you give to things imagine how much freedom you're going to have when you actually spend time with family the one thing that i realize and i realized for me is i personally have a little office and I work from home but when i leave this office i leave this office and i do not feel bad about it because when i'm in this office i'm disciplined in what i'm doing and why i'm doing it but because i do that the moments with my son when him and I are in his little tent and we're playing with play-doh I don't think about I love you all but I don't think about any of you in that moment because I earned it and so to earn freedom we must be disciplined I can't say enough great things about this Kate
3: oh I love that so much Raelynn. Hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways
1: you can change the way you start your day. Yeah, it's so interesting because I, I, would, I used to feel... Like if I was working, I would feel guilty because I'm like, oh, I should be with my family or doing other things. And then if I'm with my family, I would feel guilty because I felt like I should be working. And when you are disciplined and you and you know, hey, I'm working towards this thing and it's gonna take me time to get there. Oh my gosh, it's so freeing. It's so freeing in your mind when you actually know that it's gonna take some time to get to where you wanna go, but you're just disciplined enough to make those things happen. So you do those small things every day that lead up to those big, big wins. Um, Susie, I saw you clapping, and then Leandra. So Susie, then Leandra.
5: First of all, Kate, you always bring the fire. Thank you for that, and the reminder of the power of journaling. Um, I'm going to kind of piggyback off Raylan and highlight what you said in terms of the not just the discipline that brings freedom, but the freedom it brings to what you just mentioned, our mind. That guilt, I call it mom flick, you know, that guilt we always have when we're with our work, we think we should be home, exactly what you just said. And I, and I wanna highlight it because I think we say it a lot, but we don't pause and let it sink in. What would it be like for you to do what Raylan said, all of us, to shut the door or to get off the call or to close down our phone and be fully present to our people because we knew we had been disciplined and all in in our work hours? And the flip side would be, what would it be like in your mind to walk into your office, to plug in Clubhouse, to do your uh, your morning five, to be in the space of work, self-care, all the avenues and the hats we wear with the freedom and lack of clutter of all the other things pressing in because we had the discipline to be present to the moment and the hat that we were wearing at the time. When I do that, the mental gymnastics, the exhaustion um, that comes Uh, or the lack of exhaustion is so restorative. We are so present, we're so effective. And the flip side is that exhaustion, that mental kind of, it's like that background buzz of what we should be doing all the way up to the conflict language that I just wanted to pause and highlight that again. Like if I had a Sharpie, I would have just colored my phone right there. Or not a Sharpie, a highlighter, because so much of what you just said is so important for us to understand. We have a choice about the chaos in our minds. And the discipline you're talking about brings freedom and clarity of thought that allows us to create beyond our wildest imaginations. David Goggins talks about, we only use about 40% of our capabilities. And so I just, I wanted to highlight that with my yellow highlighter. Thank you.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. There's just, we just have a couple minutes left, so I'm going to let, um, it was Leandra, I believe it was Leandra, and then I will do a room reset and then I will pass the mic. So Leandra, please share.
6: Hi, thank you guys so much for this opportunity to be able to speak. Um, The subject that I, that subject of discipline really inspired me, and I've really, really um, had a taste of that um, in the beginning of this whole pandemic. Uh, Discipline not only just, not only brings you uh, discipline and freedom, not only just gives you freedom but i realized it's it's a choice it's a choice that you have to make like every single day of your life that understanding that this life that we're living right now is is a choice and we wake up you know understanding that that our our purpose on this earth is not just to live for ourselves but to just live because this world needs us and I love the earlier topic of what are you um, what are you what story are you telling yourself and the story that I've always told myself that I wasn't enough I grew up telling myself that I wasn't enough I grew up you know being called a liar being called you know disrespectful and I was wondering and I've always like wondered in my mind if I'm going to be able to tell the whole truth about what I've been through and who I am and who God is creating me to be. So thank you for this room. Thank you for my friend who has invited me into this room because this this whole day right here has given me life and brought life back into me. So thank you so much again.
1: Oh, thank you, Leandra. And that was beautiful. And yes, you are enough. We all are enough. That was a beautiful share. Thank you so much. And Raylan and Susie. And this is a Leandra just gave you an example of why it's so important to ping your friends into this room.